Welcome. You have found the Out of the Ordinary podcast, the show that helps you grow a daily life that matters. I am Lisa Jo Baker. And I'm Christy Purifoy. But just wait, this week and last week and the week before, we are not just the podcast that helps you grow a daily life that matters, but we are the podcast that helps you gift a daily life that matters. And this week, our gift list is a cozy list. I love it. Oh, yes. You're going to like it too. By the end of this, I think we'll have you tucked in and ready for Christmas, no matter where on the world you are, Northern or Southern Hemisphere. So get comfy. Here we go. Christy, are you ready to treat yourself? Always. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to treat yourself. You don't even need to ask. (laughs) During the pandemic year, our children watched their way through Parks and Rec. And one of our favorite things, if you haven't seen that scene, just Google it. Treat yourself. Where two friends every year go out and treat themselves to things that you would never (laughs) normally get. That are things that, you know, aren't necessary. And this week is those things. Because I think often, especially as parents and as we get older, and if you've listened to the last two episodes in our series of uh, Gift Yourself a Daily Life That Matters, you know we focus on pretty practical things. But this is the Treat Yourself episode, where we are going to share some of the fun things that you might want to consider asking someone to get you, ask your significant other or your family, or just treat yourself and order it for yourself. There you go. (laughs) I would be remiss if I didn't start out by saying here toward the end of the year, I, more than Christy, tend to log on and check out the reviews that are coming in on iTunes and Spotify and other places. And you guys, every time I read them, it is a little treat yourself moment. I I really love them. I often take screenshots and send them to Christy. Yeah. <laughs> this one I over here, I'll just read a little sneak peek because it really was like a gift to us. That's how your reviews feel. So thank you. Thank you for leaving them. Um, this is from someone in Canada, which makes me happy as well. And the title of, of the review is the perfect little gift for us. It says, the holy in the ordinary. You know us so well. She says, I'm so glad I stumbled across this podcast a few seasons ago. Conversation, connection, touching on holy moments and hilarious ones, reminding us that God meets us in the ordinary ins and outs of the daily and makes it purposeful and yes, holy because God is always with us. While I really enjoyed your pandemic pause to focus on books, I was filled with anticipation when you said you were coming back to your out of the ordinary roots. I feel like I'm sitting right there with you, sharing, laughing, crying over all the stuff of life. So welcome back to your roots. I'm here in Ontario near the shores of the St. Lawrence River, eagerly anticipating future conversations. Ah, Does that feel like a little present wrapped up with joy and delight? It does. It does. And just a little word of what's to come. I realized looking at my list of what I'm going to share today, I may even lump these last ones together, but I am sharing not one, not two, but three books. So if you also appreciated that pandemic pause when we had more bookish conversations, just just sit tight, stay here. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. So this is the third. It's the trilogy rounding out this conversations we've been having. If you haven't listened, go back. We did a whole episode on gifts, ordinary, lovely gifts for home and for family. And today is the Treat Yourself episode. So Christy, can I go first? Because actually this gift I want to talk about, I remember getting it as a Christmas present, using it, and then coming to your house and you telling me when you saw me, oh, 
your hair looks like just something out of the movies or an Instagram <gasps> influencer or lifestyle person. <laughs> yes. Oh, I remember this. Okay. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Because I have nothing like this on my list. I'll just say. <laughs> <laughs> I have long hair and I, I, it's pretty straight and I love to be able to curl it. And I've always wanted to be able to get that beachy wave look. And it eludes me because my hair, while I have a lot of it, is quite fine and does not hold curl well, especially here in the D.C. area where it's very humid in the summertime. So if I curl my hair, it just drops right out. And I had a good friend who recommended to me this brand. I know that there are tons of great things out there, but this is, I'm not joking you, the only one that has really worked for me. So it's by a brand called Lange, so L apostrophe A-N-G-E. They make all kinds of hair care products, and this happens to be the hair wand. So it's not like a curling iron that has the little clamp. Instead, it's it really does look like a wand, and then you take your fingertips into your hands by curling that hair around a scalding hot wand. <laughs> it does come with a special protective glove that I used in the beginning because I was very worried about figuring it out. And I just want to tell you, if you are listening to this and you're thinking, oh, that will never work for me. I don't know how to use a wand. Listen, listen to me. Dear listener, if I can do it, I promise you anybody can. I am the least girly, least good at this kind of thing. Had no idea what I was doing. Constantly, especially watching myself in the mirror, I was twirling my hair in the wrong direction. Terrified of scalding my scalp or my eyeball or my fingers. And I figured it out. I used the wand every other day. I love it. It's the titanium wand in blush. And I think mine is the one one inch wide barrel, one inch thick barrel. Um, it's amazing. It has changed your life. Amazing. I use it all the time. The curls last and last. I can go two or three days and it still looks good. So if you're a person who's been looking for the unicorn of hair curling products, I'm here to tell you that the hair wand by Lange in titanium is my go-to. I recommend it all the time to friends, all the time. I am like a radical want to convert you to this product. Um, I get no payment at all for telling you this, but I get the joy of knowing that you too can enjoy beachy waves um, when you thought that you couldn't. So coming from a nearly 50-year-old mom whose daughter compliments her hair and whose teenage son told me the other day when I was at some school event, mom, I thought you looked really great. Aww. There you go. I credit the launch wand. <laughs> wow, that's now you've got my attention, Lisa Joe. <laughs> can't remember my son's ever telling me that. Oh my goodness! Wow. So it was a Christmas gift. Did you? Was it a Christmas gift it was. to yourself? It was a or? Christmas gift. It was a Christmas gift that I asked for and sent the link to directly to my husband and was like, I would like this for Christmas. And I've actually gifted it. It's now like a go-to gift I give to friends who have long hair and you know, have commented on my waves and I just get it for them because it is one of the greatest gifts. And I think it's pretty reasonably priced. They always have tons of sales going on. So you're never going to pay full price for it. Um, but I just think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's good to hear. Uh, yeah, we just, I know nothing of such things um, because, well, I had such short hair for so long. And, and then even though I grew it out during the pandemic, I don't really do anything with it. And then my my I have two daughters, but they were both born and blessed with this gorgeous thick 
curly, wavy hair. So that hair is amazing. Yeah, Lily especially doesn't have to do anything, and it looks as if she every day as (sighs) if she has used one of these wands. I keep telling her, like, do you any idea how lucky lucky you are? Actually, a friend. um, It wasn't too long ago in the fall that she dressed up or with her schoolmates for a homecoming dance, and her friends were all asked. She told me, my friends keep asking me, what are you going to do to your hair? How are you going to fix your hair? And Lily said, I just kept telling them this. (laughs) And I told her, I know you're so lucky. Like maybe we can add a little barrette or, but like all your friends are trying to do to their hair what what you already have. I love her hair. Well, good. So for the rest of us who do not have the natural curl, um, that's really fun to hear about. I think, so I'm almost a little embarrassed about my first one because it doesn't feel quite so self-indulgent, not self-indulgent, that's, I don't think that, but you know, like for, I think, I feel like we've kind of hyped this up as like self-indulgence. And so you're going to laugh when you hear what my first one is. I'm dying to Um, know now. Okay. So my first choice for thinking about these more personal gifts, which let's be honest, they might be for you. They might be for um, a friend, a mom, a sister. Um, My first gift suggestion are fleece-lined leggings. Ooh, tell me more. Oh, good. You don't know about fleece-lined leggings? What? Oh, good. Oh, I'm so excited. I felt like it was such a prosaic choice, but this is one of those little inexpensive ordinary things that will change your winter, if not your life. Um, so yeah, a couple of years ago, someone told me about these. And um, so yeah, fleece lined leggings are exactly what they sound like. They are leggings. I get mine at Target. I imagine these sorts of things are found in many places, many different brands. The ones I have tried are from Target. I buy them online because I don't live close to a Target. And they are leggings where the inside feels soft and cozy as fleece. So they're not thick. They're not like, don't picture like a fur lined shoe or coat. They're not, they're not really any thicker than a regular soft knit legging, but the inside is, it just feels like soft, warm fleece. So what this means, I'm not even normally a big legging wearer, but the problem is I don't, I don't like jeans. I'm so uncomfortable in jeans. I don't want to wear jeans. But in And so it's easy in the summer. I wear a lot of skirts, a lot of dresses because that's what I'm comfortable in. Uh, And then in the winter, I want to do the same, but it's cold. (laughs) And so so I'm I'm always like a little like, I don't know. Um, So I'll wear my same skirts and dresses, but I'll put these fleece-lined leggings under them. I'll do it even just around the house. I mean, it's my... Like, yeah, I wear these things every day, but I would wear them to church under a dress or I would wear them just at home for recording the podcast under under a skirt. I mean, or with a long, you know, sweater or tunic. Um, but yeah, fleece line leggings have really, they, they're just a game changer for cold weather. It just means that you can be comfortable and warm without having to pull on blue jeans if you don't want to, you know, no buttons, no zippers, that sort of thing. So yeah, I'm a big believer in fleece line leggings. And last Christmas, I bought some for myself. 
and some for my teenage daughter and put them in her stocking. So <laughs> I think my daughter would love those because she loves yeah. leggings and I love leggings too. But during the winter, they do feel a little bit like the wind is going right through them and I need right. a little more right. substance to my leggings. Ooh, right. very excited yeah. to shop your list. Yeah, my oldest actually wears hers. She she wears a school uniform, and so she wears hers under her uniform in the winter, which means she can keep wearing the uniform skirt, which she prefers over the uniform khaki pants, which I don't blame her. So. Right, right. Yeah. Well, in our school, you're not allowed to wear leggings, and so Zoe's always looking for a way around, so she'll wear her skirt with leggings because that way you're allowed to wear them. Yes, yes, <laughs> But this exactly. might be the perfect upgrade for winter leggings now. Ooh, I love it. Okay, speaking of things you wear and my daughter. So a lot of what's on my treat yourself list is often influenced by her because she is way more style and fashion conscious than I am. She's always watching YouTube tutorials on this, that, and the other thing. And she is obsessed with painting her nails, not just painting her nails, wearing false nails, press on nails from CVS, like anything to do with nails she wants that. And I, I mean, she's a 10-year-old girl. She's in fifth grade and she wears those long, crazy long nails that you can buy and stick on. And she loves them. Well, I wanted something that was, for me, more manageable. I use nail polish, but it chips all the time and it's annoying. I don't like to redo it. It's expensive, though, if you want to go to the salon and get your nails painted. Well, I, I really did. This is one of those moments where I got sucked in by all the people on Instagram talking about this company. It's a nail polish company called Olive and June. And I was really skeptical. And I thought, oh, you've all sold out. You're all talking about it. <laughs> You're all affiliates. And then I, I thought about Zoe and how much she loves nails. And they sell the most unique colors. And what I loved about it is it's a company started by a woman. And during the pandemic, when people couldn't go to salons, she started thinking about why do you have to go to the salon to get nice nails? And why can't you have nail polish that lasts for more than two days? <laughs> and so she has this line of nail polish that has got I really love the color palette. I like neutrals and she has some really beautiful neutrals that have got fun names like World Lit is one of the colors that I Aww. really like. Um, I think I just like the women who run it. And then I've got friends I really love who do say it's like the greatest thing. So I caved. And you could just order one shade or two shades, or you can order the little starter kit, which is what I got. And I think the reason I love it, there are a few reasons. I really love the polish. It's incredibly high quality. It lasts for a long time. The colors are wonderful. However, it comes with this nail polish pot, nail polish remover pot. So instead of using the little cotton balls and then you're, you're using the nail polish remover and rubbing and rubbing and rubbing forever... They really blew my mind. It's a little tiny pot. You screw the lid off and inside the pot, it's lined with sort of a spongy substance and oh, it has yeah. the nail polish remover in there and you just dip your finger in. You just dip your finger in and out and it just, it comes off so quickly and so easily. They have all these great tutorials online about how to shape or style your nails, which should be basic and yet was really helpful to watch. And it's sort of become a routine now. Just once a week, I take off my nail polish, which has lasted for a full week, and then just pick another fun color. So the starter kit comes with five colors. I chose three. Zoe chose two. We got our cute little box. And it's funny because it's not super expensive, and it's become a fun thing that two of us do together. So each season, of course, they come out with new colors to suck you in. But it's kind of fun to add a new color to the palette. 
So it's become a mother daughter treat yourself moment that is that we we just really love. It's funny how much it's a simple thing. It isn't really a pleasure. It, you don't have to do it. And yet it has become a moment of pause for the two of us where we sit down together and it's it's a real connecting moment. I love. So Olive and June, there you go. I'll put the link in the show notes. Well, that makes sense because I did notice. So I'm someone, I don't even own any nail polish. I never paint my nails because I'm, I just feel like I don't have time. And anyway, I'm a gardener. I'm always using my hands. But I noticed recently you shared a video or something on Instagram and Zoe was in it. And I noticed her nails. Oh, yeah. Wow. Look at those nails. Her nails nails are epic. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Stylish. So do you have a favorite? Like, do you remember if you have a favorite color or are you just like changing it up? I do. So I so this color I mentioned called World Lit is my favorite. That is it's your favorite. It's kind of a okay. mauve color. I really love it. I actually heard Aaron Moon, I think, describe it on Instagram as like the color of your grandma's bath mat. It's kind of like a mauve pinky <laughs> color that you can imagine. That sounds from, right up my alley. Yes, yeah. a frilly <laughs> bathroom. But it's just a really lovely nail color. Um and I have a lot I they have a sort of almost a nude white color that I really like. But of course, Zoe got a bright metallic blue that she really likes. Um, But I tend to like the sort of mauve browny white palette, but they have tons to choose from. It's really reasonably priced. And I mean, I will honestly say as someone who's used nail polish a lot and has a daughter who uses it a lot, I have been astonished at how long it lasts. And we follow their little tips. They have some things I hadn't known before to do when you use polish. Um, They talk about how use, often what I would do is like use nail polish remover, wash my hands, put lotion on, and then put on my nail polish, which I guess is a big no-no. You're supposed to use the nail polish remover and then not let anything touch your nails and wait for them to dry and then put the polish on and it lasts much longer. So I I guess I'm also, I'm a two, so I like people and I like the people who run Olive and June. I just think they're really fun women. And uh, yeah, it's been a fun thing that we do. So it's definitely a treat yourself gift. And I think I will have to add for Zoe's stocking a couple more colors to our palette. Mm-hmm. Oh, that does sound fun. Okay, well, I may not paint my nails, but I have recently been trying to make a little more effort <laughs> of, you know, the the personal hygiene and self-care sort. And um, I have been trying more often than not to wear a scent. Um, and so my second item uh, would be Joe Malone cologne. Ooh. So not technically, I know there's technical differences between perfume and cologne. Um, I, I think my understanding is cologne is maybe not quite so concentrated. Um, maybe the scent isn't quite as strong or last quite as long, but that works for me. It means it's more affordable and the scents are maybe not, are, you know, not too overpowering. So Jo Malone cologne, it's um, an English brand known for very simple, often botanical, would f- I, f- I wanted to say flavors, but that is not the right <laughs> sense. word. <laughs> sense, but is there another word? I need a synonym because sense is hard to say. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're known for um, like English pear and freesia, or they have a peony one I like, or but just very like maybe two sort of flavor notes. And I think the idea is if you're really into it, you can actually layer and add, you know, 
wear them together and sort of create your own signature scent. That feels like a lot of pressure to me. I don't do that, but but very simple. Um, so yeah, like the peony one. I think it's peony and and sage or or something like that. There's the English pear one that I like. There's one that's maybe like nectarine and honey. And they have, there's all sorts of ways you can buy. I know my sister showed me her for Christmas one year. Her husband got her a bottle in the scent that she liked. And you can have it engraved as a gift. So it had her name on it. It was really beautiful. So I didn't even know you could do that. I like... There's you can buy like a little sampler, and so you know what a perfume, little sample size of perfume, yeah, it's just that yeah. little tube. So it's not a lot, but you can get like ten of their. I keep wanting to say flavors, but you know what I mean, not flavors <laughs> and not odors, <laughs> right? Not odors, <laughs> scents, <laughs> um, smell. Even smells doesn't quite work. No. <laughs> But you can get a few so that you could mix and match or so that you could um, just decide, you know, what you like. So it's very, it's simple. It's not too expensive. Um, it feels to me, it's related to the flowers in the garden that I love. But it it's sort of like in last week's episode where I mentioned how much I loved finding a perfume for my home, something that felt like this is a scent that I would love for my kids or guests to associate with my house. I like the idea of of being associated with pleasant odors. <laughs> so Joe Malone Cologne. <laughs> I, like, I like the name. The name alone yeah. does it for me. <laughs> so great. <laughs> this is fun. I love this. It's always intriguing. I think it always tells you a little bit about someone when you discover things that they love. Yeah, uh, I guess yeah. my second one here is, or it, this is my third, my third one is now hair related again. Like, it's funny. <laughs> hair is like a thing in my life. Christy's never had hair. She doesn't, although I wonder if with short <laughs> hair, it takes a lot of maintenance too. I don't know. I hear maybe it can take as much maintenance as long hair. Right. You need product. With short hair, you need products. Right. But it takes no time. So there you need, you, you know, you need the right things to wash it with. You need something right. to put in it, you know, but, um, but I didn't need like hair dryers and curlers right. and things like so that. So that actually yeah. is a perfect segue. So because long hair is time consuming when it comes to drying or curling, et cetera, the goal then becomes how can I extend all that work I did, the life of that work, how long can I go before I have to do that again? <laughs> and so this is going to be strange to think about. Once again, you're going to think I'm like an old lady, but this has changed my life. A shower cap. Oh, sure. Now, I don't yeah. just, now there are many kinds. I've tried all of them. I am not talking about a cheap, flimsy little plastic thing you get in a hotel room. Not that, okay? I'm also not talking about how CVS sometimes will just sell like a cheapy little plastic shower cap. I did research <laughs> on shower caps, believe it or not. And I love the one that I, that I found for many different reasons. So once again, it's funny, I'm realizing this about myself that I definitely have this thing about something practical that's also something beautiful. So um, the shower cap that I found, I realized I didn't want it to just be plastic. I needed some kind of lining like a towel on the inside because I really need the hair to stay very, very dry. So I did some research and this is a terry cloth lined shower cap. So it's quite substantial. It can hold a lot of hair. So I have really long hair and it all fits in. But one of the things I love about it, there's several things. It's eco-friendly. This one is BPA and PVC free. Um, and then it has the most 
beautiful design on it that I know Christy would love to actually think of you, Christy, when I look at my shower cap. (laughs) Zoe loves it too. It has this very delicate pattern of um, flowers, like little daisies and little wisps of blowaways. Um, I was looking on Amazon to see if it would tell me, you know, how they describe this product, but they don't actually say like, I want them to describe the pattern so that I can like (laughs) explain it to you. But it's just so lovely. It looks like it was painted like, like watercolor paints of little flowers that are on this cap. Um, And it works incredibly well. I use it every other day and I find it fits all of my hair. And it's funny, I went and read a lot of the reviews because I, that's how seriously I took this purchase. It's like $15 purchase. I really wanted a shower cap that would last well. And some people are like, it's not big enough. My hair can't fit. And I, I don't know then what kind of hair you have because I have <laughs> a ton of hair and it all fits. Somebody said, you know, it gets wet every time I use it. And I just thought, well, then you mustn't stand directly under the spray and spray your head. You know, like this right, isn't a magic right. shower cap. Like this, right. this is just there to help prevent it's, wetness. It's not and a damp. helmet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I really love it. And it's funny how a product like that has just made me so happy. Someone else complained, you know, it gets, it smells funny or whatever. Well, you need to hang it out to dry, you know, and it doesn't have to be outside. <laughs> I always put mine on the doorknob when I'm done so it can dry the outside of it. But it's fantastic. I love it. Love it. And it's funny how when I was buying it, I think the reason it feels like a treat yourself is I felt like I should just, you can get it like a $1 shower cap at the dollar store. Why am I going to spend $15 on a shower cap? But it's so pretty and it's a little bit luxurious and it lasts well. I travel with it because I always am looking for ways to extend <laughs> the lifespan of my hairstyle. And so there you go, shower cap. Oh, no, I love that. And actually having longer hair myself now, I can, I'm intrigued. I'm going to check it out because there have been a few times where I have thought, man, I might need to get a shower cap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what is next on my list? Okay. So maybe if you're lounging in the tub with your shower (laughs) cap, (laughs) well, maybe you're drinking a cup of tea. And of course, I mean, it's Christy and Lisa Joe. It's Out of the Ordinary Podcast. We have to have tea somewhere. I mean, didn't we way back in the day, maybe season one or two, have a whole episode or maybe even a series on tea? We had a whole thing on tea. Yeah. there's. If you go into our archives, friends, there's a lot on tea. Um, So in the first episode of this gifting series, I shared some coffee ideas. So coffee is definitely a family experience in my house, and my husband and I both drink coffee in the morning. But tea is something I tend to drink alone. I'm often offering it to my kids, and sometimes they'll take me up on it. But really, I'm I'm the tea drinker in the house. So unless I'm drinking with a friend, I'm I'm it's it's a it is a self care thing. So I love taking a little tea break in the afternoon, maybe with a book. But a a black tea that I love that I drink every day is called Paris, and it's by Harney and Sons. So Harney and Sons is um, an American tea maker. They have many great teas. I have tried other teas. I like their, they have a holiday tea. I like a lot. But my favorite just everyday tea is the Paris tea. Actually, I wonder, let me see, let me pull up their website real fast and just see if they describe it in a certain way. Because I feel like I could tell you, but it's probably better. I know, because I thought for sure you were going to talk about that orange, like uh, the tea that we all oh, had yes, at the yes, barn. Oh, yes, yes. 
that orange tea is, is great. But yeah, no, this is really my everyday black tea that I drink with milk. So let's see, on their website, they, well, they say it's one, what do they say? It's one of their most popular blends worldwide. And it is, they describe it in this way, a fruity black tea with vanilla and caramel flavors and a hint of lemony bergamot. So all that makes it sound very flavored and it's not like it. I do not like flavored coffees, flavored teas. I do not like that. Um, it, it just tastes like a really, really good <laughs> cup of black tea, huh. but it has a, just a bit of, of those other flavors. So it is not, it, it's subtle. Um, yeah, it, it's not, you know, how flavored things can, they can taste artificial yes. and yes. yeah, it is not like that. Um, I believe there is, yes, yes, I'm seeing it here. So I get the regular Paris tea. But you can get decaf Paris tea. So choose carefully. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just get the regular. And I, um, yeah, I buy it online and I just keep a supply. I It comes in tea bags. I have some of those, but I tend to prefer like a loose leaf tea. So you can just buy a bag of loose leaf Paris tea. Harney and Sons also sells a lot of their teas in nice little tins. I love a a good tea tin. So especially if this is a gift for someone, that would be really nice. But that is my tea of choice. I'm glad that we didn't end this episode without a tea. That would have been sad if we hadn't got to tea. All right, here we go. Here's my last one. This is something I actually had seen a friend Ann Voskamp shared often in her stories. And I would message her and be like, where is, where did you get that from? That looks amazing. And eventually got myself one. And I'm so glad I did. Actually, I bought it for Peter <laughs> as a birthday present. And now it's mine because I love it so much. But it, it's going to sound strange if I describe it to you. But it's like a cross between a giant candle and a tabletop fire pit. So it really is intended to be on a table or your desk. It's not supposed to be outside. You're not sitting around it grilling or making marshmallows. It's So it's small enough to be like if you were buying a big candle. But it is a fire pit. It's like a tiny little mini fire pit. And you light it and it has this flame enclosed in glass And it is mesmerizing to watch. They are so beautiful. And you just, uh, I I got it on Amazon. They have many different styles and shapes. And I actually buy the fuel there too. So it's a bioethanol fuel that burns Hmm. clean without really any smell at all. You pour it in and you light it. And then you just have this beautiful flame just dancing in this glass cylinder on your desk. I love it so much. It is serves no purpose other than really beauty. It's just beautiful to look at. It's so intriguing. It's a conversation starter. When we have guests, they always think it's really cool. Um, and it, it just adds ambiance and it a feeling of warmth, even though, I mean, it does give off some heat, but it's not intended to keep you warm. But it's just so unique and unusual and beautiful that if you if you have, I always say, if you have someone in your family who's a four on the Enneagram, <laughs> who loves unique and beautiful things, <laughs> this is the perfect gift for them. And if that person is you, treat yourself. Yeah, I think I might. And you had me at biofuel because I don't know why I always, I think when I saw it, I thought, oh, those are so beautiful. But if you're like, I 
I tend to, I like a, just like a beeswax candle at the table and that's a very natural product. And so I think I just assumed that it was going to be, I don't know, that maybe I'd be buying fuel I didn't want to buy. I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm going to look, I'm going to take another look. Yeah, they're ethanol. I, yeah. So these are all yeah, ethanol cool. biofuels that are ventless. They don't release smoke. And um, yeah, you could buy it right on Amazon, which is actually easier than like I had actually looked. Can I go buy this at Home Depot? Like, where can I get it? How do you because with those kind of things, you have to be really careful, like with shipping and where do you buy it and who are you getting it from? And so I actually had struggled to find it at like a Home Depot or a Lowe's. And it was just simpler to buy, be able to buy it online, believe it or not. Okay, well, you've got your tea at the table with your your ambient fire. And what do you, oh, and you're wearing your warm fleece lined leggings and your hair looks great <laughs> and you smell so good. What is missing from this picture? A really good book. Absolutely. Of course. Of course. And so I'm going to sort of cheat here, Lisa Joe. I like it. And for my, for my last gift, I'm going to sneak in three titles. Do it. <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> we have to do it. Right, I'm just gonna just gonna slip them in, <laughs> and I I'm sharing these because these would make great personal gifts, but also just depending on who's on your list, I think each of these would make a great gift book. And books can be hard to gift because they're maybe so personal, but um, but these books, yeah, the, these I think you'll see what I mean. You'll see what I mean because the first one is a book I have spoken of before on the podcast. And it's not just one, um, but a series uh, of of these books called The Divine Hours by Phyllis Tickle. So that is her um, prayer book. Her, what Phyllis is known for is that she, she really revived that ancient custom of fixed hour prayer, morning prayer, noon prayer, evening prayer, by going through the Christian church's like great tradition of prayer books and kind of compiling and organizing a, 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 an updated version that is so easy for, for us to use for fixed hour prayer. So I mostly use mine in the morning, but there are several volu- volumes for the season. So I'll link to the volume of the divine hours that is for autumn and winter prayer. And then, you know, you pick up the next book if you want to continue in spring or summer. So, these are books I've been using for years now. I mean, at least a decade. And, you know, I'll, I'll step away for a while. I'll use a prayer app or follow a different book or, you know, set up a different pattern for a little while. And then I just always come back. Um, I love the divine hours. So, there's, so, so that's the first one. <laughs> Switching gears. We need a good cozy murder mystery. Yeah, we so do. So I, I am highly recommending a new favorite um, mystery series. Two books are out so far. And that is The Thursday Murder Club by, is it, yes, Richard, Richard Osman. Currently reading it because of you. Yeah. So The Thursday Murder Club, the reason I think that would make a good, well, first of all, be very fun self-care gift, but it would make a fun gift to give to someone else as well because they are very well written. They are compelling mysteries. But the characters are like I just fell in love with them. So the the funny thing about the series is it is set in um in a retirement home. So great. Right? With 
elderly people. These are our our main characters. Lisa Joe, I want to move into that home and live with them. I I want to be their neighbor. Although I'm still reading it. And so I keep worrying that one of the main characters I like is going to turn out to be the murderer. And it will really upset me. Like I wanted to text you last night and be like, it better not be Joyce, Christy. It better not be Joyce. Well, that's the thing about these books. They're, they're, they have a coziness and a sweetness, but they're not, they're not, they're the real deal. Like they make, they keep you guessing. You don't know who did it. There are surprises. There are even, I've read the two books now, there's some harder things. These are not saccharine, sickly sweet television special type mysteries. They have real heft to them. They have real mysteries, but the relationships between the characters are so beautiful and um, the characters are so unique. And I, yeah, I just am really enjoying these books, but yeah, they're not, they're still, they're murder mysteries and they deal with some harder things. And especially with the characters being nearer to the end of their lives, Mm -hmm. they're, again, they're dealing with dementia, health problems, but in a way that just, yeah, you just want to spend time with them. I do anyway. So I have really been enjoying the Thursday Murder Club. And then one last book recommendation that would make a great book for your gift for yourself or for someone else, a really good book to give, is by one of my favorite writers who I, I just decided I was going to slip this in because he's been one of my favorite writers for years and years, but I don't know that I've ever talked about him on the podcast. I don't even know that whole season we did of Out of the Ordinary Books. I don't. I don't remember if I shared one of his books, but I don't think I did. Um, But his name uh, is Brian Doyle. Um, He just passed away far too soon, um, just a couple years ago, and then posthumously was published this collection of some of his great shorter pieces, and it's called One Long River of Song, um, Notes on Wonder. And um, Brian Doyle is an incredible writer. He's a writer of faith. He's hilarious. He writes often about nature, his kids, um, deeply moving, deeply funny, deeply wise. And this collection is is a, just a whole bunch of little pieces, short pieces, little short essays from his whole career. And I mean, everyone, they're just amazing. They will make you laugh. They will make you cry, which is sounds cliched, but it, what he does few writers can do. So this this is a book, I think, let me just say this. It's the kind of book, if I'm sitting down to write, I will read one of these little selections before I start writing just because, because I would love to be able to write like Brian Doyle. Um, but for readers, any readers on your list, if they don't know Brian Doyle, or even if they do, because this is more recent, um, this would make a great gift. So that is, let me just say the title one more time, One Long River of Song. (laughs) Notes on Wonder. What a beautiful title. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's great. Oh, what fun this collection has been. We hope it's been fun for you guys listening. We hope it's inspired you so that you have had some good ideas. So you're not heading into December clueless, which is how I often feel as I enter into December, that you have a little jump on things. And uh, two things you can do that will make us happy that will treat us is to leave a review, share with a friend, post on social media about this. You can follow Christy and I there. I am Lisa Joe Baker on Instagram. And I am at Christy Purifoy. 
And we love we love when you tag us. We love to see if you're listening. We love when you share with friends. We love when you leave reviews. We love all of those things. <laughs> Give it to us, we, man. It's just the we season. Do. <laughs> we do. And thanks especially to everyone who not only has left a review lately, but who has checked out the wish list for um, Tennessee Kids Belong. Yeah. We're so, so glad that so many of you have chosen to, to send a, a gift. Um, to a child in that program. And Emily, our podcast editor and friend and podcast fairy godmother, thanks you too. But it has been fun to share that need with you. And thank you for those of you who have clicked over and helped out. And you can still do it. The The wish list is there. So thank you. Thank you for making Christmas come early. I think it's also been good not to leave. Sometimes we tend to leave those wish lists for others to the last minute too. And I'm so glad it's something that we could bring here at the beginning of the Christmas season. So next week, we'll kick off a new series here as we are in the early days of Advent and counting down to Christmas, hopefully with more peace and more space to focus on Christmas and the light coming in the darkness than the lists and the busyness. I I always say that. That's always my hope. (laughs) I aspire Mm. to that. I'm never sure if Mm -hmm. I quite attain it. But I always think, Christy, part of the rhythm of slowing me down is these conversations with you. And I'm so grateful. I am too. Thank you, friend.